Fix the World podcast with Sam and Katie. Hello everyone, welcome to Fix the World podcast. My name's Sam Avery and I'm here with my good friend Katie Tracy. Hi everyone. And this is the podcast where two comedians, that's us, we try and fix the world by making it a slightly better place every week. Just a little bit better. Just a tiny bit and we'll try and fix a different problem each week. This week we're going to be fixing fashion. Fashion. Yeah, so we'll be getting onto that in just a little while, but how are you Kate? I am tired, I've had a hectic weekend. My fella was 50 so we went out to celebrate his birthday. Good. Twice, three times, and um, <laughs> four times actually, um, and it's just strained me to be honest. But yeah, it's a lot of ale, that isn't it? Four nights out on I the. I noticed mat. myself shaking today. I was like, <laughs> I've either got Parkinson's or I have had way too much to drink this weekend. Well, let's hope it's the ale. Cause well, yeah, because that'll you can go. sweat the ale out. Yeah. You can't sweat Parkinson's no. out. I don't think, but uh, it's yet to be disproved. That theory, I'm sure someone believes it on the internet. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm like all right. You can sweat Parkinson's you can, out. You can sweat anything out if you sweat hard Modern enough. medicine. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in science or truth or theories. I just make my own will. You may have Parkinson's. We're going to throw you into a sauna. You'll be right as rain. In just don't forget to put the water on the coals. Vitamin C. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll yeah. be okay. I, I had quite a lot of air at the weekend. I went out on Saturday night with my wife. Uh, we were down at my wife's mum's dropping the kids off for the week. Uh, whenever I say dropping the kids off, I always think I'm going to be saying... Dropping the kids off at the pool. Talking about having a shit, yeah. basically. <laughs> I always I was, think about that. Yeah, I was on the bus once and I heard a woman on the phone. She said, I've just got to pick the kids up from the pool. And I was like, oh, Ew. you dirty bastard. Not with your bare hands, oh, please, no. Have some decorum, will you? <laughs> but yes, we were dropping the kids off at the... At, at, the <laughs> <laughs> at the pool? At, at, at their nans. At their nans, so they could stay there for the week. So we went out on the Saturday night and we couldn't get a taxi back. We're in this tiny little village in the county of Rutland, right in the middle of nowhere. Ooh. I know, smallest county in the, in the country, apparently, fact fans. And uh, so we phoned my wife's mum to come and pick us up. And I felt like I was about 17 again. But by the time she picked us up, we were so bladdered. There was some cars outside. My wife got in the wrong car. Amazing. And her arse actually touched the seat on the back seat. Now, I knew it was the wrong car. And I still opened the door to try and get in the passenger seat, which... Probably made my decision even weirder. <laughs> but the look on the woman's face in the front, she just looked around expecting to see her daughter or whatever and then saw my wife and just like was like, who the bloody hell are you? I worked with a woman once and um, her husband used to pick her up from work when we did a late shift and he had a red Ford Escort Eclipse. Oh, wow. I know. And they were like the height of the, you know, modern car world. What year are we talking here? What, what era? I'm going to say... 97, oh, maybe? Yeah, good era. 98. Anyway... She came out of work and it's pitch black and she just went and got in this red Ford Escort clips and leaned over and gave her husband a kiss. And it was someone <laughs> oh. different. It was somebody else in the same car. Oh, uh, we've all used that excuse, haven't Which we? Which was amazing. I thought it was you. Yeah. That's why I was I was having sex with you for six months, <laughs> even though you were f- a foot smaller. <laughs> he wasn't fingering me. <laughs> it was somebody else. <laughs> That's a Jeremy Carl episode that surely yeah. ought to be made. Oh, imagine. Oh. <laughs> um, Look at us sitting at a table talking like people in a soap opera who never sit on their couch to chat. Yeah, just having a brew. Just having a brew. I'd love to live in a soap opera. Which, which one? Um, Corrie. Oh, go hard or go home. I mean like Dynasty, Dallas, oh, Falcon's Crest. I don't think about them as soap operas, but you're totally right, they are. I, t- I suppose because they're not on anymore, and I always think soap operas should be on all the time, mm. at all times. I just think they're like, they're like that place where Jessica Fletcher lives though, aren't they? There's always shit going down, isn't always. there? Always. Like, how many murders are there in one small street in Manchester? Don't and, answer that. <laughs> and also, Jimmy Corkill. 
the character of Jimmy Corkle by the end of Brookside had done literally everything. And you everything that is to crack, murder. Ale, betting, being in gangs. Yeah. Court, I, court nude, locked out nude. Oh, yeah. So at the end, you, you've got no kind of empathy for him at all, have you? Because you just think, well, he's, he's done everything. Yeah. He'll, I'm sure he'll bounce back from this as well. I remember reading about when Tony Blair and Sherry Blair moved into number 10 after John Major. And she said to somebody that John Major and his wife had decorated number 10 like Jimmy Corkill's living room. What? <laughs> Have I missed that? Swags and tails everywhere. Jardinier, oh the lot. <laughs> those little, uh, those little tea towels they used to have in pubs. Amazing. Those things. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd love to do that. I'd love to go into number ten just to see what people do to it. Um, I think right now I'd love to go into number ten and just like leave a nasty present for the prime minister. Yeah, somewhere. A little dirty protest. Yeah, write me name. But uh, just, just to... I've talked about shit twice now, Sam. It's a catalogical episode. I'm sorry about that. It's just, you know, it's been a heavy weekend. <laughs> so I'm just trying to get back to normal. Trying to get out of the gutter, aren't we? Looking at the stars really, from the gutter. It's always, always aspiring <laughs> to be better than what we are. I've been looking at the floor quite a lot recently because I hurt me back over the weekend as well. I've been walking like... Um, like Grandpa well, Joe. Uh, Grandpa Joe before... The original he, benefits <laughs> sheet. <laughs> yeah. The Daily Mail hate that bastard, don't they? When he starts dancing. Yeah. He definitely, there's like a little photographer taking pictures of him and definitely. just... Yeah, scamming him up. Someone but, from the DWP should have been following him, <laughs> yeah. doing a cartwheel towards the chocolate factory. Yeah, can't pay, we'll take it away. Look, been lying in bed 30 odd years. And then he's fine. Mm. Apparently he had Parkinson's and he just sweated it out. Sweated it out. With himself. excitement. <laughs> I watched with, with Grandma Josephine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God, there's a, there's a that's, DVD. A, that's a different version of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That's Factor. a DVD Willy extra. Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, both versions of that film. One's called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. One's called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And uh, it's it's startling how different they are. I prefer the old one with Gene Wilder. The old ones, well, anything with Gene Wilder is better. Always. Uh, I don't the, get Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's a bit odd, isn't he? He looks and like he needs a good scrub. Oh, he looks like he he stinks, doesn't he? He just looks like he smells of like rollies. Yeah. And his little bob in that film, he, you know, he looked like he worked behind the counter in the doctors, the receptionist. <laughs> he always asks what's the matter, but yeah. Yeah, my my big gripe with that was uh, Charlie Bucket's mum. I don't know what her name is, Mrs. Bucket. Mm. Hyacinth Bucket. Oh, imagine. <laughs> She's quite fit because it's what's her face in it who's married to uh, the guy who directed it. I've forgotten everyone's name. What's her name? Um, Double Battle Surname. She's married to Tim Burton, or she was married to oh, Tim Helena Burton. Oh, Helena Bonham. Oh, you mean in the new one? Helena yeah, in the new Carter. one. She's quite fit. And like, I don't think she should be fit. I don't think it fits. Do you know what? She's one of them like really posh people who are really like well bred, but up close, they've got like green teeth and bad breath. <laughs> you can tell. I'm the opposite. And I bet she doesn't like. Washing knickers. She just looks like she's like skank. She's from far away. She looks oh, isn't she beautiful? And you get up close and you're like, God, she reeks. She she smells of uh, vosine. <laughs> Whereas I'm the opposite. I look awful from a distance, but if you get up close, I'm actually quite nice. But like really close, like you know, like Google Earth when you zoom yeah, in. I'm and frightening even... from far away, frightening up close. <laughs> I, I, try, I try to just be true to myself. I'm most scary when I'm sneaking up behind people. That's uh, <laughs> Jumping out of that, the bush. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm really, because I'm really quiet. I used to sneak up on people accidentally because I, I think I'm just a bit of a sneaker. I, I just walk oh, quietly. That is called Creeping Jesus. Have you ever been called Creeping no. Jesus? <laughs> no. When someone sneaks up at you accidentally to them, they don't know they're creeping. And then you just turn around and go... <gasps> And who's the creeping Jesus? And my nan used to say, go away, you creeping Jesus. <laughs> That's what I still use that now. That's a great one. Yeah. Some great old school. Or if someone phrases. was like really tall and a bit scary looking, they just used to get, here he is, creeping Jesus. 
it's really it's a great expression. Yeah, I think I'm, it's probably an untapped skill that I've got where I could probably be like a, I wouldn't say a spy, but an like assassin, a... assassin, maybe. Maybe an assassin or a burglar. cat burglar. Yeah, I think I'm just good at it. But I think You're if I... You're tall to be getting through like toilet windows and that. I'm a little you? bit big. And also because I hate me back. I really hate me back, honestly. It was just like... I'm waking that... them up. I'm just about to rob you, but have you got any in a proxim? <laughs> <laughs> Back's done in here. <laughs> Can you just rub that? I can't reach that bit. Can you rub that deep heating? <laughs> I tried deep heat at the weekend and I just stank of deep heat. That's the thing. I'd rather be in pain than smell of deep heat. I love the smell of deep heat. Do you? Yeah. I, I just, it's, it just smells... Don't accidentally put it on and then scratch your ghoulies, though. <laughs> no. You will sweat uh, them have off. You, have you ever accidentally scratched your ghoulies? I, I always do it with purpose. <laughs> on I know, purpose, I know yeah. there's an itch. I'm going in. <laughs> but what you should do is check. Have I eaten chilli in the last 20 minutes? No. Have I used deep heat in the last 20 minutes? No. Right. Okay. I proceed can touch to, my eyes. I can touch my penis. <laughs> Do I've not, done the, we're clear. The health and safety check is we're clear. clear. I'm going in. We can touch our <laughs> sensitive areas. No marigolds needed. Fear. Like that Phil Collins uh, album, no marigolds required. <laughs> um, so, uh, yes, yeah, so, but my back's a lot better today. And I feel like I, when, when it was, it was really bad and I was walking funny and it was hard to get up and I was in loads of pain. And um, while I was in pain, I was making all these like, promises to myself that I'm going to do back stretches every day I'm going to start yoga. doing yoga mm. and already it's starting to feel better well namaste to you namaste I've, to that I've already fucked those ideas off I think yeah, I'm just going to fly too close to we the sun we have a lot of these conversations though your yeah. back my knee oh I know maybe we should start a, a medical podcast called how's your cyst yeah my big vacant womb <laughs> But the great thing about that, now I haven't got one, I can go shoplifting without fear of anyone catching. Yeah. They'd have to look quite they'd, they'd have intensively to, they'd to have, find what I'm stealing. They'd have to rummage. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's... I could be a burglar. You could be a shoplifter. Yeah. We could uh, We could. Criminal masterminds of the century. <laughs> there we go. If I was going to be a criminal, I would like to be the guy who's the, like, the, makes all the plans but doesn't actually get his hands dirty. You know, like when you the get... The shit bag, you mean? The shit bag, yeah. The one who yeah. sits in his lair and just has all the... I'd like to be a cat burglar. You know, like, be, like get underneath all the lasers and oh, like... Oh, that be good. Wear a black polar neck. Yeah. And, you know, mince around Monica, waiting for me, me chance to cover up the security cameras. Come down from the ceiling mm, on the rope. On the little thin rope that you can't see. Humming. They definitely hum the Mission Impossible music when they're doing that. for that. <laughs> I'd be humming that some others do have music. Yeah. I'd fuck it up and land on Prince Albert or something. <laughs> <laughs> Every every mission would just be like that. Only fools and horses where yeah. the chandelier just falls. What? No, no, I'm I'm not a cat burglar. I, I'm just a very big spider. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you dress as a spider. You could just go in. That could be your nickname in the criminal world. The spider. The arachnoid. Well, that. I'm not going to use Latin in my nickname. <laughs> nah, it's not. It's not a nickname if it's Latin, is it? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite work. So today we're going to be talking about fashion, aren't we? Indeed. We're going to be trying to fix fashion. When you think of fashion, what do you think of? I think of um, just how many times I think I'm following fashion and I realise that I absolutely wasn't. In the past? Like, it's all my life. Your whole life. I feel like I always just miss it a little <laughs> tiny bit. Remember when puffball skirts were in? I, I, I think missed that. Well, but... they were just like, they look like, upside down mushroom yeah. and, and you couldn't iron them. I don't know what who anyone was kidding buying a puffball skirt because you could only wear it once and if you washed it, you basically fucked. But 
I remember getting a puffball dress. I think on the very day it was announced that they went out of fashion. <laughs> <laughs> so you are technically irrelevant. Fashion makes me it. nervous. Well, do you, so by your own admission, you, you try to follow fashion, but perhaps fail. I think some of my friends will attest to that <laughs> I have failed at fashion. Maybe we should uh, have like an extra section for this episode where we share some embarrassing photos if we can find them. Although thankfully, mine most of mine were before Facebook was a thing, yeah, so they're all just God. like real life photos. And I don't know where they are. Probably my mum's loft or something. But I, I'm not sure I follow fashion, but I have had some horrendous fashion choices in my past, and I think they all come down to the phase in my life I was at. So I was like a rocker in me in me teens, big rocker. In, in what what kinds of rocker? Because there's variations of a rocker. Which one were you? I started off grunge, mm. so it was like long long sleeve t shirts underneath short sleeve t shirts. And were uh, we less bald? In those I was days? I I was very unbald. I right. was full head of hair. Started growing me hair. Did you dye it? Didn't dye it, but then I grew it and I grew it, and it was just getting ridiculous. I looked like the wild man of Borneo. Played at barbershops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a troll. You know, a troll with the. <laughs> I just, it was horrific. You think being bald's a gift after that, like. But then I decided, I got into new metal. So this is like about 96, 97. So I grew me hair and I turned it into dreadlocks. I, I don't Come know. On. If, I, I was a white man with dreadlocks, and the joke used to go, what's worse than a white man with dreadlocks? Nothing. Nothing is. Nothing. I just looked. Did they stink? Can they you wash them? They fucking reeked. Can you not wash them? Well. Do you just, what, do you just twist the grease into them until they become... You get beeswax and you t- oh, twist it and you... Oh, no. I was 17. I didn't know what I was doing. Saying some w- queen bee, like, gave up her wax for you to make for, dreadlocks. For me to look like Terry Fuckwit oh, from please. The Viz. No. So, I, 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 yeah, I didn't wash it for six months. And, and what people say is it starts washing itself after a while. But it just That's fucking bullshit. stank. It really stank. And I look stupid. And I think, actually, in hindsight, I had dreadlocks for about three years. And that's probably why it started to lose me hair. Because I was, like, twisting, twisting it. it. And... So, thanks for that. Past me. You've overworked it. I've overworked it slightly a, a lot. And now I'm just, I've got nothing to show for it. I had a perm. Did you? Oh, uh, a wet perm. A wet perm? Yeah. Like a Sonia perm? It was horrendous. Oh. A wet perm. That was crunchy when you touched it. Oh, brilliant. But a straight fringe. <laughs> please believe when I tell you that that was like everyone. Everyone had that. What colour? I can't remember what my hair was like. I don't know originally what my hair colour is now. But I think it was like a brownie, mousy. Oh, great. Just a really shit colour. But once I started perming it, because there's bleach in the perming lotion, my hair went like a funny shade of like dark orange. <laughs> so it was an absolute spectacle, I tell you. Yeah. I, I do feel like the certain fashion movements that uh, catch on and are kind of easy for people to like latch on to. But I think there's some way, you've, there's only certain people can carry it off. Not everyone can yeah. pull off a perm. I couldn't. I'll be honest. Most people can't, I don't think. I look like I played for West Germany. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a shell suit at the time? I did. Oh, a white see, one with pink and green stripes. You see, everyone laughs at the Harry Enfield's Scousers impression, but... Speaking as people who's lived in the city in the eighties, that was that was accurate. But in terms of fashion, people always did look to Liverpool to like. True. It still happens now. Yeah. Like the whole movement of trainees. Trainers. Yeah. That whole underground movement started in like a couple of little shops in Liverpool. A lot of Liverpool fans going to Europe, and it bringing them like, back. Yeah. Like my son's bedrooms, like an episode of Cribs. 
I think he must have about 25 pairs of legs. Oh, God, yeah. A centipede lives here. He doesn't spend loads of money on things, but he'll go out and come back and go, I just bought a little pair of trainees. Trainers in Liverpool are like a necessity, aren't they, for, for the male of the species? Like, yeah. it's a real thing that people need. I think there's something about fashion, isn't it, where when you're growing up, it can shape you and mould you into who you are, and it gives you a sense of identity. And I'd imagine that's still the case now, although there's other ways probably people express themselves with, yeah. like, online you know, statuses and online kind of personas. But I just remember, like, getting this, uh, the first pair of DMs that I got and getting this pair of Dr. Martens and going into school with them on, and I couldn't walk. So I was walking like this, like, some kind of, like, James <laughs> Brown at the end of a show. I was like, Rah! But... I nearly got gangrene off a pair of DMs. They oh, were so hard to break in. They are really hard to break in. They and make you earn it. mate in college, Liam, because he had the same size feet as me, and he always, like, I had Oxblood's DMs, and I, I'd wear them. I get to the point where I just broke them in and then I wouldn't wear them for a couple of weeks and then you'd have to break them in all over again in the stage. I just went, I can't wear these no more. No, no. I went, and he, I went, do you want these? And he just took them off me. It was made up. I bet he was He's probably still got them now because they last in. forever. Yeah, he'll be wearing them for the next 40 years. What about like the, the kind of more like high status fashion then that you get on the catwalks? Like, what do you think about so, that? So like, I am interested. I am interested in fashion. I love like, you know, the Met Gala and the Oscar. I love seeing people dressed yeah. up. And I like going to weddings and you see people dressed. Oh, I love all that. It's nice. Um, but sometimes it's a bit fucking mental, isn't it? Oh, some of it, yeah. There was a there was a, a fashion show I saw, um, and I don't watch many, <laughs> but it was it was the models were wearing other models. They had other people draped over the top of them. So this one woman had like another woman. Was she alive? She was. She wasn't dead. She, she was giving another model she, a piggyback. Then, yeah, there's no, a she, model piggyback. No, she had like legs coming over the top of her shoulders, like a kind of scarf. I mean, it looked fucking ridiculous. So that'd never work on a nice house when you're queuing up for the toilet. What are you gonna wear? I'm gonna oh, wear Tracy. What? Well, I'm wearing Tracy. Do you favour. Lift your head up. I'm gonna have a quick wee. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just mad. But I don't know whether they do that just to kind of the, the shock value in it to just show yeah, people. Like, I think ah. so. So much. There are always these designers, and like they're like absolutely everybody knows, them, like Dior, Chanel, and all this. And then you go, you see this thing, and you think, well, I would not pay three, three and a half grand, even if I had the money, I would not pay three and a half grand for a bag or an outfit or whatever. And I say that as someone who will never be a millionaire. <laughs> but if I was a millionaire, would I change? Would would you would you would you feel okay about spending that much money on an item of clothing? I just don't want to look like a, a vagrant from Jupiter, which is what some of the look they look like. They look like sort of homeless, homeless space. But even when I was young, I was looking at these fashion shows, going, "Come on, they can barely fucking walk. Look at that! Like the things they've got on the feet and the you know the stupid thing. What I'd like to see on those catwalks is to have more." useful clothing especially think about the pandemic over the last year yeah they never have a fashion show for like wicks or like yeah tool station here's jason he's wearing the season's best selling outfit so far (laughs) it's jogging bottoms with zip pockets hard wearing cargo pants he's got socks and flip-flops which aren't as unfashionable as they used to be before covid and this one has an extra loop for an extra hammer and, and there's a little hole in the pocket, so if he needs a quick scratch, that's handy. He can yeah. also go the offie in these without feeling too homeless. I'd, r- I'd rather do that. I do admire though, not because when we when I was younger, we all just wore the same thing, and I think everybody was quite uh, young lads. Now they all wear the same thing. They all wear the same thing yeah. when they got. They're all like in Under Armour or Hugo Boss when they, they go wherever of a day, and you can. Sp- they just all wear. They all dress the same. 
But girls, when they go out, they're really, like, brave and inventive. And I really love seeing what they wear. I love seeing what they're dressed up in. When we were all young, we just all wore the same thing. We uh, Black lighter. That was that was what everybody wore. Whether you were made for black lighter or not was another story. Uh, yeah, and if you're not made for it, then good luck. Tough shit. Because it's you're not that flattering, it. is it? Yeah. It it doesn't. You can't really hide much with black lighter. It wraps around you. It's hard though. Like so, me and my best friend, I was like, I'm tall, and she was like dead little and petite and like looked like a little tiny gymnast. So when we go out, I'd try and dress to my shape, and she always could just put on literally whatever she wanted. And I'd be standing there like the world's, like Jethreen Bodine, world's biggest groch. And she'd just be like, and I think, how do you do it? How yeah. do you do it? It's about, it's a state of mind, I think. Some people do just have that look, don't they? Or that shape. And it's not necessarily like always like thin or t- small or tall. It's just something about the way pe- that clothes hang off certain people mm. better than others. Which is why, again, the models don't give me, don't give me these beautiful models or these, even these interesting looking models. Stop. Like, I know there's a big thing at the moment, plus-size models. Obviously, that's an they're improvement. They're not plus-size. But they're, they're not plus-size. And also, they're still fucking gorgeous. They've got a bit around the tummy, but look at their eyes. I yeah, could swim some, in those eyes. Some ugly old boot came out in the, the world's nicest dress. I'd go, what have they put it on here for? <laughs> no, you see, I'd like that. I'd be from, like, put it, put it on someone who's going to make it look nice. From a man's point of view, I'd like that to see some proper minging fella. I'd go, oh, look, if... Looks all right on him, so it'll probably look all right on me. Well, this is the thing with online shopping, because you can't try it on. No. Many a time, I've, I mean, I don't know if you've ever looked at the Zara website, but it's it's somebody is on crack in their marketing, <laughs> marketing department. You can't actually Allegedly. see what someone's wearing. Because <laughs> yeah. they'll have like a dress on and then, you like, well, how am I meant to see how long that dress is? And bear in mind, like, so these models are obviously standard size models, which means they're tall. So you go, well, that dress is nice, a short dress. It comes to me. And I'm not, like, super tall. But it's, it's too short for me. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe I've got to be, like, seven foot tall, but, like, maybe. a size four. Maybe it won't, it won't be so short then. I and don't know. I just... But you buy stuff online because you go, well, it looks nice on that a perfect size model, so it's bound to look nice on me. Yeah, that professional model makes it look really, <laughs> yeah. really... It fits him. And I know he's thinner than me, and he's got abs... But I reckon, you know, if I buy this, it'll encourage me to look more like him, even though I can't change the shape of my face because this is not a sci-fi <laughs> film. In the future, they'll probably have VR programs where you can try stuff on virtually. But that, that, yeah. they'll still lie to you. They lie to you with the light in the, the mirrors. Where's the fun of that? Where's the fun of not getting stuck in a zip in the new look changing rooms and getting the sweats because you're paranoid that you're going to rip it while you're trying to pull it off over your big fat head. <laughs> There's no fun in virtual trying on a They're clothes. the best kinds of panic attacks, aren't they? When you think you're going to oh, die inside an item of clothing of that times. you don't even own. Remember when wet look leggings came in? Yeah. Please, no. They I looked were, like I was going to swim the channel. They were a bad thing, then. Yeah. Some girls put them on and looked like Olivia Newton-John. Do, 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 do. I came out and I looked like... Did you like, look like you needed the grease on your face and your yeah, arms and stuff? goose grease. <laughs> it wasn't a good look for me. I tried on a pair of um, when skinny jeans first came out. Uh, skinny jeans, but they were leather, like pleather, I think. And I tried them on for a laugh because me, me and my mate were in Top Man, <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, I still got I, them. I was like, yeah, I still still wear them like at home. Um, and I said, I'll oh, go on. I'll try them on. Come and come and have a look. Like not me putting them on. Like after I put them on, and I put them on, I couldn't get them off. They were so t- they were like spray on, oh. and it was just. It's probably only about five seconds, but it felt like a long, a longer time where I thought I'm going to die in these pants. They're going to have to bury me in these pants that I didn't even want. 
Just took the phrase skinny jeans irritates me. I'm not going to fat shame nobody, but you can't... Skinny jeans don't come in size 22. They're not <laughs> Harry Potter's invisibility cloak. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Let's all be real. I'll put on skinny jeans. I'm not built for skinny jeans, but I, but I still wear them. Yeah. Please don't call them skinny jeans. Just call them something different. Yeah. And now they've got baggy ones. You call them boyfriend jeans. Do they? My boyfriend's jeans wouldn't fit me. Boyfriend jeans. Where's the fat jeans? Where's the hangover jeans? Yeah. Where's the Where's the easy fit that you used to be able to get? Yeah. Comfort fit. Some of the names they come up with to yeah, just basically say you you know you, you probably need to lose a few pounds, don't you? Yeah. My years ago, my granddad's jeans got too small for him, so we took another old pair of jeans, cut a section of denim out of them, and then just basically sewed a gusset in <laughs> <laughs> into like the undercarriage of the jeans, and he was like. Like, oh, they're so roomy. <laughs> I feel like a new man. What size are these? These are Channel 5 fat jeans. These this are... is the thing. that There's so many clothes and you think, oh, that that might be slimming on me. Yeah. That might take away the emphasis. One time um, I was going to a Christmas do with work and, and I, was a bit, I was a bit fat at the time. So I thought, what can I wear? I'll wear a black dress, black tights. That's slimming because you just see me big fat head then. That's all you need. And I thought, what can I do to take? <laughs> and feathers were in. Oh, um, right. So feathers were a thing. It was like little feather bags and all this. And I went out. This isn't even that long ago. I went out and I bought, gave over my hard-earned money for a little feather cape. Oh, wow. A black feather cape. Some of my friends will probably remember this. And I went out to the Christmas night out and I walked in with this little black dress on um, to try and like minimise my sizable ass. <laughs> and to take the, the uh, focus away from that also. Well, Come in like Cher in Vegas with a big black <laughs> feather cape. Like if a human had shagged a you peacock. I look back and I just think, I was going through a tough time, I think. Yeah. So, Self-esteem, some, why? Some, <laughs> some choices look more like a cry for help, don't they, than a, than a fashion <laughs> yeah. choice. I need to distract the attention away from the other bits, so I'll, I'll do something outlandish with me elbows. Yeah. <laughs> Pads. We take our lead from celebrities, though, don't we? Well, we often do. And a lot of them look ridiculous as well. So well, because of Bridgerton, um, the fashion of corsets and um, fancy clothes like that I'm waiting from that f- era yeah. are coming in. I'm waiting for powdered wigs to come back. Oh, I would look I fun. would look absolutely splendid in one of them, <laughs> just with a, a little pimple there. That'd be me sorted. <laughs> a little hanky. little hanky. Little hanky. And, and then just a, an Adidas trackie on amazing. underneath. I'd amazing. Look, I'd look amazing, like a, like a lord who likes to leisure. So have you got any fixes for fashion? Number one, let's just, let's get, let's stop buying so much. Let's stop being taken advantage of by marketing. And I'm the worst one for it. I I am continually buying clothes and I still rotate about five outfits. Yeah. yeah. I've got loads of bras. I rotate about three bras. They're the MVPs. I buy clothes like Everton buy expensive midfielders that they don't need and that are also shit. I I just waste money on stuff. And, And the thing about like, sustainability like I, I, all these clothes I've just thrown out like do you remember those cords you bought in 1998 no but some seahorse near the Great Barrier Reef is probably choking on them right yeah. now yeah so yeah uh, my can I tell you my fix go on my fix is very simple and it's just pockets I just want you to stop lying to me about pockets just they're not the be all at ends all no but if there's a pocket make it a friggin pocket don't make it a false pocket or a pocket that's sewn up the sewn up, yeah, or, or worse still, it's like a, it teases you, it's like an inch deep. You get yeah. your fingers in and then it's like, no, uh, oh. Or the pockets that are just 
blatantly designed so everything falls out. Your phone, your keys, down the back of the sofa. You know, the amount of times I've got to get my iPad, find your iPhone, just because I was sat on the sofa at a funny angle with the wrong pants on. <laughs> so, which is the start of every good story, sat on the sofa at a funny angle with the wrong pants on, yeah. officer. <laughs> um, do you think we've fixed fashion at all? I think it's too big. It's, a it's, big, it's too a, many things to fix. I think there's little things that you could do to, you know, I think we've offered some little kind of, you know, small Stop improvements. Stop being a slave to fashion. Just wear what you want. Yeah, I, don't I listen to them people who go, ooh, dress for your age or dress for your size. Nah. Ignore them tits. I like dress people. What you, wear what you want. Yeah, outlandish fashion choices. I, I really enjoy now. You know when you see an old man in his 80s and he's got like converse trabs on? Yeah, and I love that. I just love that thing. He, he doesn't give a shit. No. I really like that. So um, we're going to have a little look at some uh, listener feedback as well. Yeah. We've got some of your... We've got some. Got some Get of your fixes. Feedback. I know this is a debut segment this week, so we're very excited about that. So we'll be back in just a minute with uh, with your thoughts. Fix the world podcast. Okay, so we're back with some uh, listener comments about fashion. About fashion. What you, would you fix? We you've told us. You've told us in in great numbers as well. People getting angry as well, which is always funny yeah. to see, isn't it? When you're there's trying. some contentious issues. Yeah, I've chosen to skate over them because it's a comedy podcast. Yeah, Chill out everyone. Or at least it tries to be. <laughs> <laughs> there's some. There's some people made some really good points, but uh, we can get onto them in, in another time, in another place. But th- let's start off with our first comment, Zoe Ireland. Hi, uh, Zoe. Hi, Zoe. Thanks for writing in. She said uh, she's got two points. One. A woman's clothes sizing amnesty. What size am I? Oh, apparently all of them, as every store is different, so I'll just order all of the fucking sizes and then either feel brilliant or awful about myself when I discover I am either a size 10 or an 18 in that brand. And a second point is, models must not put on long floaty dresses and stand in weird positions to make it look nice in the picture. When I order and stand like a normal person, I look like I am wearing enormous flowered marquee or like I'm a five-year-old who has raided grandma's wardrobe. What do you yeah. think about that? Stop misrepresenting dresses. Yeah, just wear them Make normally. dresses look normal. Don't be so stupid. Maybe models should wear a dress based on what they would look at, look like standing at the bar waiting to buy off a lager rather than, you know, standing in a poppy field. Yeah, because how often are you going to go to a poppy field unless you are a heroin uh, farmer? Probably would. You probably go loads if you're a model. You go to all the nice places to get your picture taken, don't you? Yeah, well, you've got to you got to go somewhere nice, haven't you? But it's not it's not, it's not a realistic. Who wants to go to where? to the fashion shoot? Are no, they? yeah, that's a nice dress. But what would it look like leaning underneath the cubicle mm. to ask for some bog roll off the next door? The, the size issue, the the dress size, it came up a lot, didn't it? I just think that there's no quality control over clothes sizes in sweatshops. <laughs> 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 and those those people who work in those sweatshops flippant. need to pay attention yeah. to the charts that are given by their masters and and, <laughs> masters? and make the make the clothes the right size because you you do me edit. <laughs> yeah it's it's hard one Sweat- i just don't what i do is if i buy anything over a certain size i just cut the label out yeah well and then even, i'm not confronted by it anymore. even as a man it's, it's difficult to know mm. but i think women's sizes are even more off off the rails aren't they yeah um i if, do like small medium large extra large i feel like you know more where you are with that yeah. Than like some random number that was invented when women had 
24 inch waist, waists at the, as the norm. Yeah, because they were wearing those mad corsets mm. that like squoze your, your ribs in together. Uh, we've got a couple more on, on uh, sizes actually. Valerie Mercer says, as soon as you get bigger than a certain size, you apparently also age about 40 years. Tough luck, fatties. I'm only messing. <laughs> so not only are you fat, you're now old. Yeah, that's heavy that though, isn't it? Thanks for that, Valerie. Like, literally, though. But that fa- Valerie's right. <laughs> Valerie's right. It's heavy and old. If I want to wear something age inappropriate, let me do it in my size. And on sizes, we've got Fiona Wentworth Shields, who says, I'd like to see more body-shaped sizing, like athletic, tall, thin, short, curvy, pear, apple, so you can try things on without the complete loss of self-respect yeah. and public sobbing. I'd also add to that uh, bloated or hangover dehydration. Because <laughs> everyone feels the skinniest when they've got a hangover. Post-holiday. Post-holiday, just wear a sheet until you get back to your fighting weight. Oh, God. Can I tell you, on my on my honeymoon, I ate that much food. I had a brand-new shirt to wear, and I only put it on on the last day of the honeymoon, and I could not get the buttons to fit. Well, what a catch I, your I, wife I must have thought you were. Because I just... I'm married now, so I've given up. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, next comment. Joe Harvey says, ban the crop tops. Also, I would love to see more clothing options in older girls' sizes. I have a tall seven-year-old and I can't find anything appropriate for her. It's all geared for, hate to say this, but it's true, the slutty teenager look. Yay. Well, look at the toys, brats. Yeah. They're all just like little, I don't know. I don't want to say. I it's all very suggestive, I don't want to name call a plastic doll. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't let my child dress like them. I, I just, I am, I am at that point in my life when I'm starting to... Uh, turn into an old man and also I'm fully self-aware that it's happening which makes it quite difficult because uh, when I was a kid um, movies you know were the devil and music was the devil heavy metal was the devil did you grow up in the deep south of America by any chance yeah I had this accent but <laughs> I've been in Liverpool for a couple of years sorry pastor <laughs> I'm just out here trying to make my way in the world I just love music <laughs> But uh, yeah, so now, now when I start saying, "Well, this music's terrible; it's too suggestive," I just feel like I'm—I feel like I'm the parents who wouldn't let the kids listen to Elvis. But we're back adults, in the 50s. and we think about sex more than children are do. So we sexualize things children do. True, yeah. So maybe it's it's our problem so, and not you know, theirs. No, I'm, I'm not blaming but somebody for that. But the slutty teenager look is not is is never something you want your teenagers to I, look like. But if like, you're a teenager, it? it's what you want. <laughs> and if it's either what you want to look like or what you want to be who, with. Who hasn't watched Grease and realised <laughs> that the coolest character in it was the slutty teenager? Always. She got all the fun. Sluts have more fun. Sandy was boring. Rizzo was cool. Rizzo. I had a proper crush on mm. Rizzo. Loved her. That's our, that's our society for you. Trina Laurie, sorry if, if, if I've said your name wrong, sorry. Trina Laurie says, I think designers should be banned from putting any of their mad ideas on a catwalk unless it has first been road tested by being worn to a weekly shop in Aldi, a rummage at the opening day of a Primark sale and a trip to soft play with two sugared up toddlers. If it makes it, th- if it makes it through all three unscathed and without impeding your ability to complete essential manoeuvres, then and only then can it sashay down the runway. Eileen's really thought about that hard. It's very well written as well. It I'll, is. I, I like that. I just that. think, like, yeah, well, like Lady Gaga's meat dress, for instance. Well, you couldn't if have I gone... wore that in Lidl, somebody would probably come and try and buy the meat. <laughs> <laughs> if you stood in the middle aisle, people would be trying to, is like. Is that a special buy? Hey, love, can you put that shoulder <laughs> in my trolley? 
I'm dressed as an Aldi special bag. Is that a nipple or is that a bit of gristle? <laughs> Can I have it? Whatever. <laughs> uh, Claire Barker says, models must have eye bags, greasy hair, and all clothes must be pictured with some sort of indefinable but suspicious-looking stain. The stylists must have approximately five minutes to get the models ready, and the models must continuously shout, go to the toilet and put your shoes on during the five minutes. The second the photo is taken, someone must vomit, declare they need the toilet, or ask if we are nearly there. I'm enjoying that idea. Seems like a lot of fucking work. Claire needs a mini break. Ends of. Claire needs to lie down. Claire, Claire if you're go listening, take yourself to a spa, girl. If you need some help, uh, please get in touch. Uh, help us out there. <laughs> or if you can't get help, bargain booze is open till okay. ten. Patrick, I hate no, I just I hate when you get suspicious. I can't say it. Suspicious stains. Oh God, yeah. One night I, I was out and I woke up the next morning and I thought I'd been shot and it turns out it was chili sauce off <laughs> me. Kebab. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was bleeding internally, and it turned out I it wasn't was dying. just a kebab. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Smith. In my 40s, I have discovered the joy that is the kilt. Black tie event? Kilt. Wedding? Kilt. Pub? Kilt. You automatically look 100% smarter and badass. On board. Love kilts. Do you like kilts? Love them. On men? Yeah, I think they look amazing. Do you ever wear kilts? Yeah, they were in fashion when I was a kid, yeah. but they had these little kilts that were like attached to a vest, oh, God. which were like amazing because you could just like whip it on and you were done. But I don't know if anyone's ever. Some also our school skirts we could get school skirts that were in the style of a kilt. The kilt, and they are bastard to iron. I bet they are. I just remember Axel Rose in his leather kilt, and thinking that's cool. You look cool. Yeah, I've never seen someone just down the pub in a kilt. But There's a man who walks around Liverpool City Centre and he looks like like actual Braveheart. He has like a little. It's not even like a knee length kilt. It's a little bit. Face paint on? It's a little bit short. This kilt, and he wears a vest, and he's got all his hair sticking up, and he's oh. got like his little hairy chest sticking over his vest, wow. and then he's there with his home bargains carrier bags, oh, just wandering no. through town. Do not Mad. approach this man. But I really respect his. his good on him. He's, 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 he's just not asked. It's good to be memorable, isn't it? It's a shame he's got the home and bargain bags and not bagpipes or something a <laughs> or bit a more fitting. Arrow. Yeah, or a big sword. <laughs> Although it sounds like that man should not be owning a sword. Definitely not. Although if he's been to home and bargain, I'm sure you can get them if you go there on yeah. the right day. Reasonably priced as well. Yeah, I'm sure they are. And you can get those little refresher sweets with it, 10 for a pound. Um, where are we? Sam's reading this, by the way, because I can't see. Um, <laughs> yeah. She's not lost the power of sight. She no, just I'm doesn't just got her glasses. Mr. McGill. Fiona Dunn. The fashion industry needs to stop making those of us who are more than a size 12 feel like crap by not giving us decent clothes to wear. Also, as someone said above, just stop with the socks and sandals. Stop it! No socks and sandals. I mean, Socks and sandals are bad. They are bad. I mentioned socks and flip-flops earlier. I don't know what your thoughts are. That's not the same. Well, isn't it? I, I do think it's more appropriate because I... Socks and flip-flops for me was a big no-no, but during lockdown, I did go up to the shop a couple of times in my socks and my flip-flops because I just thought, well, we're all going to die. Who cares? Yeah, I got, you know, when the DPD man snaps you picking up the parcel, yeah. I didn't even have my own sliders on. I had my fellow <laughs> sliders on and some trainee socks, and he, he took a picture of me in them. Look at you in your socks and sandals. And then These it showed mine, up mate. on our Ring Doorbell app, so that, oh, that got brilliant. shared, that That's photograph. <laughs> but socks and sandals, no. I want that on a key ring, that picture. And don't feel bad if you're over the size 12, because who's the biggest queen ever? Beyonce. End of story. Is Beyonce 
what size is Beyonce? Not that it matters. I don't think she's. I don't know if she's a standard. She's not a standard model size, but she she looks amazing. Yeah, I I I just think she's also really beautiful and got loads of money. Yeah, does that? Who cares what size you are? Just you know, as long as you're happy. That's the main thing. That's more important. Beck J B, great name. Says uh, discussion on the bizarre rules for women's beach volleyball. Now I didn't know about this, but you told me off air that the yeah, women's... the Finnish the Finnish beach volleyball team got fined because they wouldn't wear the little knickers that you play you wear when you're supposed to wear when you play beach volleyball. That's scandalous! And they all wore little cycling shorts instead, and they got fined. Who fined them? It would have been a man, wouldn't it? And I don't know if you've ever seen them knickers that they, well. You probably have. That's a silly question. I, I think I might. They're have. not even like big knickers. They're small knickers. Yeah. They're not really. Practical. There's there's ways things in sport that people should have been fine for. I mean, like some of the the the, me, the male sprinters, I do not need to see their junk moving DMA, about in slow no. motion. No, thank you. From that angle that we're all aware of, find the director for showing that in my house when I'm having me tea. Don't need to see that. Someone's gone. No, you need to wear something skin tight to shave a millisecond <laughs> off your your best time. <laughs> I'd rather not see ball. Can thank you, you not? <laughs> Can you don't break no more records and stop letting me see the outline of your penis. Oh, I don't need to see your semi erect <laughs> schlong. Just it's the way it moves and it's this weird rhythmic motion. Oh, I can't get that on my head now. Let's move on. Uh Zoe F- Farrell says, I want to know why the fuck babies need pockets on their clothes. That is a really good question. Where are they gonna put the ciggies, Zoe? That's true. They'll be asking you for the light if not, so uh, Claire Hale says, what is with the underboob look on swimwear? Kate, can you explain what underboob look is? I don't understand. So, um, it's like when a bikini covers, like, nipples, but then it stops, where it normally stop underneath the boob. It stops before the bottom of the boob, so the bottom of the boob sticks out. Oh. So you can see that part. Yeah. It, it's, it's unnecessary. But you don't need that being breezy, do you? I think going topless is unnecessary. Well, I like to have them. I had lamps when I come back from holiday, <laughs> so I know where my tan, how good my tan is. Well, you know how much money you, you've got, you know, your money's worth, because you can see the, the, the discrepancy, yeah. can't you? We, I was in M&S yesterday with my wife, and she was looking at bikinis, and all the bikinis there were blatantly trying to show side boob. Yeah. And the pair of us agreed that the kind of people who shop in M&S, you don't really want to see the side boob, because it tends to be slightly yeah, older people. Yeah, it's not people. just that, that's back fat also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's cover it all up. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm a big fan of under boob, side boob, top boob, but that's just my, <laughs> that's just in my DNA. I can't help it. I'm not saying you should be showing it. I'm just saying. Lauren Coles, I like this one. Fine anyone who wears Crocs. Yeah. I've been accused uh, by listeners in the past of being uh, having slightly fascist uh, ways of fixing things. I think that's quite a fascist way of fixing Crocs, but I'm fully on board. I just think they would smell bad after a few years, and they're just they're just they're horrible. They, they don't look nice. I'm sure they're comfy. I think medical professionals should be allowed to wear them. They wear them quite a lot, don't they? Because it's comfy for them. There's an age you get to when comfort is more important than looking good. But as that. we've said before, we are in a position to judge anybody's <laughs> fashion choices at the end of the day. If you're watching on YouTube, you will have worked that out yourselves. I would have fed the cape. No one, what I'm superhero not would that be? <laughs> like Pigeon Woman or something? Oh, yeah. Like Dead Pigeon Woman. Here she no. comes. And then ah, I vomit the... and then eat me and vomit. And then the bus hits you. Really, like, <laughs> totally characterised. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and then goes and hangs around on a, on a gusset. <laughs> 
as opposed to in the gutter. Uh, and our final comment, John Pablo Thompson says, age appropriate is a myth. Yeah. Get on some batty riders and slut drop to Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> what a great way to end it. I don't understand any of that, but it sounds great. Slut dropping to Cardi B is the future for all of us. What's a batty rider? I don't know I what don't, batty I don't know I what would, that is. That I might... was hazard to guess, but I think ultimately, if you're wearing something that you're going to wear to go and slut drop to Cardi B, it's I, all good, I'd really. imagine it's quite hot. That may or may not be a slur, so apologies if that has offended anyone, but it's a, it's a fun word. So uh, anyway, thanks for listening, folks. You've yeah. been uh, you've been listening to the Fix the Whale podcast, and um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, or I suppose if you'd like to support the podcast in any way, all we'd ask you to do is drop us a follow on social media. That would be lovely. Get you know we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. If there's any um, subjects you want us to fix, get in touch. You can see how successful we are at fixing them. We will smash that shit. We will sort we will. it out. We will make the world a better place. And trust us ass. when we say, stick with us and your life will be better. So much better. If not better, certainly different. So uh, thanks, Kate. Thanks, Sam. And uh, let's go and strut down a catwalk. We will. See you soon. Bye.